Welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Make sure you sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below, code MMN, and get your deposit doubled up to $100. It's basically free money, as we've said before. Make sure also that you subscribe and like on the Mayo Media Network here on YouTube. Again, MMN, that's the code. Do it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Uh, and let's bring on our fantasy expert, my friend, as always, uh, an LQ to you and me, Laquan to some, a thief always, uh, the real deal fantasy on Twitter. Welcome, brother. How you doing, sir? Going on, Scott. Looking good, feeling good. I'm ready for this show, man. We got a great, got a great show lined up, some great picks, and uh, Thursday Night Football is only, what, a couple days away now. Let's go. Oh, man, I got to say, you know, for, for everybody out there, he does look great. Let's just be honest here. I, I love the setup. No, nah, man, I need a haircut. I'm wolfing uh, right now. Fire Wolf content pack. only, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I like it. I got trimmed up. If you don't recognize me, it's still me. I just look a little younger. My wife had, you know, her desire me to shave the beard off. I said, all right, let's look good for vacation. I'm here. Fitzpatrick, was it, was it a tribute to him? It was. I, I just, I cried Fitzpatrick on injured reserve. I thought there's no more reason to, to kind of look that way anymore. Let's, let's look 32 instead of 42. So it's for the people. Uh, I'm glad I can bring you the good looking fire content that Laquan normally does. I'm kind of stepping up my game with a great co-host. So this is going to be fun. Like you said, we've got amazing picks. Uh, I think there's some slam dunk money making winners here for prize picks. They're going to get us through this you know, nice week three as a start off. Uh, and then we can kind of free roll with that money the rest of the weekend. So I'm also here in North Carolina, a state that can do prize picks. So I'm going to do a bunch. I already put in my deposit. MMN. I got my hundred bucks. I'm ready to go right now today. So uh, but a couple of days, like you said, Thursday, it's like a, a little early look. But we'll do that. We'll do injuries. We'll also do kind of start sits. We'll get the whole kind of gambit of what happened in week two and bring it to you. So uh, look, well, let's jump in first. Uh, let's start with the rushing stats. we got uh, three rushing props so far on the board. We've got Sam Darnold, Christian McCaffrey, Mark Ingram. Where do you want to start off? What do you think is an easy one, one you just want to smash? I want to smash CMC absolutely against Houston for the 84.5 rushing yards. I think he's going to explode over that. That's like one of the picks that I can feel safe with. Even if he hits like 90, I'm not going to be too worried. I know he's going to blow up for a 100-yard game right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, uh, Houston – Ooh, they're in bad shape. I mean, they, they've lost really? their starting quarterback. I mean, they've already were in bad shape. Uh, but you know, now uh, they, they've given up 215 rush yards uh, already per game. So they're trending in that direction for CMC. And at CMC, he's a touch monster. Like that's yeah, the guy who's a touch monster. Touch yeah, that's what Speaking you want. Of the touches, I do want to talk about Mark Ingram a little bit. He is leading the team in snap percentages as well. So 37.5 looks very attractive. And I might I might throw some throw some money on that. He he could hit over thirty seven point five rushing yards with those attempts that he's getting. He's getting a high percentage of attempts, so I'll yeah, take I mean, that. His average is terrible. It's three point three yards per carry. I mean, so is David Johnson's, but which is just you know what what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, but I mean, well, yeah, well, not, well, let's to be fair. That was week one. Uh, week yeah. two, it was three, two point nine. So he's probably in like the three point two range, you know. But mm -hmm. it's about the volume, you know what I'm saying? So. Getting those attempts, he's got 40 rushing attempts so far. There's a good chance to kind of hit the over in that. Uh, but I think it's going to be a blowout. So we'll kind of see. I, I like that. Uh, what about the Sam Darnold low-hanging fruit uh, six? You, you touching that at all? Or is that just a six and a half? You fading that? Uh, I'm fading it. I, I've been I've been missing, to be honest, lately on the, on the rushing quarterbacks because Burrow had seven and a half last week. And I'm thinking, yeah, Burrow can do that. You know, he's getting a ton of pressure on him. Yeah, that didn't happen. He he just ended up throwing a bunch of picks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
either or, but you know, I wouldn't say something. Uh, you were hot fire on the show last week. If you went with what uh, LQ was spitting out, particularly Terry McLaurin, you would have stacked up so much cash because he was just going over, 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 over. Uh, and I was listening. And so uh, honestly, that was a, a moneymaker last week. So don't be too hard on yourself. All right, let's talk right. about pa- passing yards here. Uh, we've got uh, Sam Darnold, who is averaging close to 300, over 300 yards passing. Yeah. Uh, we've got 263.5 as his total Houston, giving up a ton of passing yards as well, over 500 yards in the first two games. What do you think about this? You're going over, under, you think there's going to run the ball with CMC? Is that kind of like low-hanging fruit too that you kind of think, oh, you're just going to smash it, but they don't even need to do it? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to smash it. I think uh, 263 is achievable, especially with CMC, with those screens counts as yards for him. So I definitely think, you know, Sam Darnold will be able to light it up and have himself a day. I mean, Thursday night football, prime time, he's going to light it up. He has something to prove this season. Yeah, I like that. And also the narrative I think nowadays is, uh, you know, you, you want to kind of look good, particularly when you're the only game on, in town. So yeah. you know, you're not going to rest <laughs> your start. night games have been fire lately. So they let's not, been. you know, mess up the rhythm. Well, I also want to harken back to a fire play that you had last week. Uh, Tyler Heineke and Jadion Jones, we both went over the 22 and a half, you know, 20, whatever it was, yards rushing for both of them. Uh, yeah. And we crushed and we hit. So, you know, listen to us. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, it was a couple. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you did that with the Terry McLaurin, you might be a millionaire, at least in fantasy bucks right, right. now. But, uh, Davis, uh, you know, Mills, are you fading his 209.5? That's a high total for a rookie. Never played uh, a professional game in, the, in a real NFL on a Thursday night. Quick turnaround. What do you think? Yeah, I'm fading. Quick turnaround, and we didn't see great things, you know, once he got in, once Tyrod went down. So I'm fading it. He could hit over. I just, I'm just not like willing to gamble with, you know, a Davis Mills right now. Well, and we'll get into it later with his injuries uh, report, which is kind of going to come at the end. But uh, there's quite a few Texans who are on that injury report who are wide receivers. So we're going to kind of see low, uh, even in prize picks, availability for props and, and for parlays and things just because uh, they're, not, they're not knowing who's going to play. So with that being said, passing completions, Sam Darnold, 23 over under. We talked about him kind of doing over with the yards. You think he's going to need a lot of completions? Or you think he's going to slice them up for more deep passes, get that yak after the catch and kind of have a low total of completions. I think the 23 isn't too crazy and I might even double up. I might do the over in the yards and over for the pass completions and just full send it. I think this is a low key smash play because if we're going to have him throw for over 263 yards, he has to have these completions. I definitely think it's something you can gamble on. Yeah. And uh, so far, Sam Darnold's completions 26 and 24. So, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, they're counting on that. And then also you do have the, the, the opponents, you know, think about it in, in the second week, New Orleans, good opponent, right? Good opponent. Uh, and so, uh, and then in the first week, uh, New York Jets, not a good opponent. So it, you see consistency there. Uh, you, they, you know, throwing the football, he's around 68% completion percentage, which is really good. CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall. They've got a whole group of wide receivers and running backs there to get the job done. So uh, I like that. Uh, let's talk about those receivers and, and getting those yards, running, running backs as well. But uh, who do you like here in the overs for or unders for uh, receiving yardage? We've got McCaffrey on the board. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan Arnold makes an appearance. Uh, shout out Dan Arnold. Didn't know you were on the team. I, I did. <laughs> I did. know, But I'm just kidding. Uh, what, what do you like in the receiving yards uh, here? Are you going all Panthers? Um, are you getting Brandon Cooks in there? What are you doing? 
I'm throwing Brandon Cooks in there. Obviously, CMC is very attractive with the 51 yards as well. But I think Brandon Cooks just proved this that he is QB proof. He doesn't need an elite quarterback. Tyrod Taylor's down there slinging the ball to him. Maybe Davis Mills, he ends up passing a long bond to you know, Brandon Cooks, and that's about it. But, you right. know, 68 yards, that's that's kind of low for Brandon Cooks. And when he's a big playability and he goes down the field and just jumps up and gets the ball somehow. So I definitely think Cooks and CMC is a lock here. I definitely want to put money on it. Yeah. No, and CMC 51 and a hook. I think, you know, like you said, uh, he's getting all of those targets. In the first week, yes. he led the team in, in targets. He led the team in reception. Uh, he led the team in receiving yards. So, you know, this guy is the number one stunner on the team. Yes. You know, you've got other guys there who can get the ball maybe further downfield, but McCaffrey volume is king. And so, uh, and he can take one to the house too. So one one play can get you that over for him. So I I like that. Um, Dan Arnold, I'm going to wait and see with him. You know, I think that you got Terrence Marshall there. You've got other targets. I'm not going to be, I'll be going under that right now for me. Uh, But then, but DJ Moore at at 66 uh, and a hook. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over. And and, I mean, listen, when you're looking for trends and when you're, when you're using your money, I mean, that's what you want is you want, you want money to, to kind of, you know, be smart. Uh, you know, he's got in, in two games, it's not a, a huge total, but he's got, you know, 79 yards and 80 yards. So, and, and those are on 11 targets and eight targets. So, I mean, yeah. New Orleans, good defense, uh, you know, uh, and so I, I do like the over in that for me, just putting my money kind of where you've seen the trend going and like this guy can get you a yeah. hundred. He, he almost 1200 yards last year on 66 receptions. This guy's yeah. a yak. After the catch, it's King, like if Eddie Bridgewater, no, right yeah. with the bridge, with the bridge. So uh, bridge. I like that. What, what about Robbie Anderson? Are you going in at that forty-six? He's kind of been boomer bust here so uh, far. Yeah, very boomer bust lately, and it's a little alarming that him and Terrence Marshall have the same amount of targets. Um, Terrence Marshall actually has more catches, so it's a little boomer bust here where it's like I kind of want to stay away from Robbie Anderson on the betting side and for the fantasy side because there might be tides changing, you know, coming to week three where we see Marshall act as that wide receiver too, even though he's still in the pecking order, the third option in that in that receiving group because we already know CMC is like the king of it, even though DJ Moore is leading right now in targets. I think CMC gradually throughout the season will obviously lead in targets on that team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm with you. They both have nine targets right now. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Terrace Marshall, 29 and a hook might be a little bit better uh, just to put your money out there for a little better odds. You know, if you're getting the same yeah. amount of target volume, uh, you know, looking for that. Uh, what, what about receptions are kind of tied to this CMC five and a half. Is that just an, an easy slam dunk? Don't even think about it. You know what I mean? It's like, laughable. What are they doing? You know what I mean? I, I don't Free know. money. Free money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had nine targets, six targets, a total of uh, 14 receptions, nine and five. So I understand you're kind of splitting the difference there. But, uh, you know, New Orleans a little bit different than Houston. We have yeah. a problem. So uh, unless you think he's just going to take 190 yards and put all your money on the over of 51 and a half for the for the receiving <laughs> yeah. yards. And I mean, I think you got to smash this as well. I think it's a it's not death by a thousand cuts, but it might be death by like seven, seven cuts. Yeah. I think that's all you need, you know, and that beats five and a half. So. Um, but then, and then, and then speaking of that, what do you think of Brandon cooks is five and a half quarterback proof for yardage. What do you think about for receptions? Uh, cooks can do it. He can do it. I, I, I believe that he is still, you know, the number one target that, you know, they should do no matter what. I don't think anybody else out there is going to be taking, you know, any of the catches, but he, he seems to find a way to get open. So I'm taking this five and a half on cooks as well. Yeah. And I'm going to take the five and a half on DJ Moore. eight receptions, six receptions, you know, 14, 
Uh, so far, the trend is in the right direction for me with my money. Also, really smash play uh, here against, uh, you know, not a defense has been horrible, but uh, no offense to Baker Mayfield. Uh, he, he doesn't have, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. He, he's not slicing and dicing right now. They're trying to figure it out. And he, he got dinged in the game as well. So uh, I think it's a little different situation. Sam Darnold looks like he is so happy to be free of Adam Gase that he is putting the ball where it should be. Who isn't, though? Adam I mean, Gase curse is gone. It's, I mean, listen, I mean, I feel bad if he's got children, you know, or a wife. Because this guy, he's just tough. He's a tough guy, you know. He's, he made he's hundreds not- of thousands, maybe millions. He's, he, he's right. okay for now. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Uh, let, let's talk uh, touchdown passes. I love this. My favorite ones. We've talked about this yeah. before. When it's come up here, uh, Sam Darnold, uh, one in a hook. What do you think so far with Sam Darnold? He's got a lot of weapons to get the touchdowns to, yeah. honestly. You know, he has a lot of weapons and he looked good in the red zone with decision making, reading, you know, at least the first two reads and then making a decision. That's like some of the small things that he improved with. I honestly believe, you know, the Adam Gates we were just talking about, the Adam Gates curse is gone. So Joe Brady's like, he's just drawing them up for Sam Darnold to be able to be successful and facing Houston, a bad team overall. I think Sam Darnold is. Easy smash for the one in the hook. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like it a lot too. Uh, now, now we have another fun little prop that I, I love these as well. Touchdown, rushing touchdowns, and you get you know half, uh, you know, sort of point five uh, there for McCaffrey. Yeah. So he scores, scores or he does not. What do you like uh, in this? Do you like the over or the under on this McCaffrey play? I think it's only a hook, like a zero point five, because of we saw him three times on the inside of the five get tackled. So I think this is like a little bit of free money here. I think he's going to get it in. So smash on the Russian touchdowns from McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm with you on that as well. Uh, he could pick up a receiving one. You know, that might be less. Uh, your odds are a little lower, uh, even though he does have career has a lot of receiving touchdowns. I do think he gets a yeah. rushing touchdown in this. Uh, you know, uh, I think he can take like a 10 yard to the house, 20 yard to the house. One of those like, you know, it's the second quarter. Next, you know, oh, Christian McCaffrey ends on 27 yard touchdown run. So yeah, uh, I'm all about this. Oh, I can't wait until it happens. We'll tweet each other and we'll just say, hey, if you're listening to prize picks here, fancy football, you know, uh, picks and bets over here with the fancy uh, millionaire Scott Simpson and, you know, the Wolfpack member LQ, you're making money. That's the goal. I mean, we want to make you money. No, no kidding. Uh, all right. Now, now my, one of my favorite sections that they also have, which is super cool, and it translates to us fancy nerds, you know, who love fancy points or on projections or whatever it is. Uh, I'm not a nerd like that. Maybe I am. Uh, uh, fancy points. Who do you like? What's the, the total that you're kind of either looking to fade or smash here? There's a lot of numbers on the board. I don't want to pigeonhole you. Uh, where are you starting uh, off? Now, it's a lot of points on the board right now. And Sam Darnold, I believe he gets us over 20. I think that's an obvious smash. If we're believing that he can give us two touchdowns, that's halfway there. And then you add the yards. Mathematically, it just makes sense that Sam Darnold can get over 20 fantasy points. Now look at DJ Moore, 16 fantasy points. I like that as well because he's definitely going to ball out as well, being the number one target out of that wide receiver core, obviously. And then let's go lower and maybe David Johnson sneaks in the touchdown. That's like 10 yards. Seven points right there. Maybe six and a half is a little low for a guy that's getting receiving uh, looks as well. So PPR, I definitely think, you know, David Johnson, six and a half is possible. 
yeah, I, I like those. I'm also going to throw in the 24 points for Christian McCaffrey. You know that dude wants to eat against anybody oh, who's yeah. going to be as porous as, <laughs> as the Texas uh, Texans are. And, and then Brandon Cook's 14. You know, if we talk about him getting over five targets, he's probably going to you know get over maybe 60, 70 yards. It's right in that range. I, I think he can do that. If he scores, you know, maybe I know I know that the defense has been strong for Carolina so far. You, you also have come up against two teams that offenses are, are not as good, uh, which is also what Houston's is. So, you know, it, it's a cakewalk schedule so far for the Carolina yeah. Panthers. Like, who would have thought? Looking good. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, not cakewalk, yeah. but Jameis Winston walk, you know. Let's, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pivot off of that, uh, yeah. which I love. So um, I, that, that is uh, our prize picks of the week for this Thursday's uh, game. And uh, please go, go check out down in, in the link in the description below for uh, the Mayo Media Network. We've got the MMN code over there and they will match you at pricepicks.com. A hundred bucks when you deposit. Uh, I love it, man. I did it today. Uh, so uh, anything else we want to tie that bow off with LQ? Anything else you want to jump in on that? Uh, no, full send it. Let's mm, get fire content on yeah. Okay. So we reached out to the public uh, and uh, we didn't really have any quarterback content that kind of came back. We talked last week about Ryan Tannehill uh, and, and what he was looking at. He, he did not perform that, that admirably. There were other quarterback plays that were better. Uh, Derek Henry did uh, checking in. Uh, Saquon oh yeah. Saquon Barkley. No, Aaron Jones. I'm, I'm going to cry talking about it. You know, they found his, his dad's ashes in the medallion that he wore in the football uh, he put a football with his dad's ashes around his neck. What man, I'm just gonna cry right now. That guy is the man. Uh, he he bounced back, Zeke bounced back, Najee Harris bounced back. So only Saquon, but we understand we said Saquon was gonna kind of be a slow send yeah. here with the recovery, just a limited amount of reps. Uh, he did bust Ooh. off a long run, uh, which looked you know, more right? That looked good. That's so good. right, and, and but if if you went with the with the bets last week, you would have won money on Saquon too, because we said he could you know get that over what 37 yards, I think they had yeah. so. Anyway, but uh, this week, let's <laughs> jump in. I'm just trying to say we're good. We're good. And I want people to know, particularly you, Laquan, because, you know, I, I can tell myself, but then I get like nicknames, you know, from my, my co-host, like toots and stuff like I toot my own horn. So I'm going to toot other people and be like, man, other people are awesome because I just try to talk about the wins, because if you win, you want people to understand like this is exactly. a good thing. Yeah, accountability, so, right? Accountability. Right. Exactly. So uh, let's talk about running backs right now. Uh, Miles Gaskins. Or, uh, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon, what, what are you thinking this week, you know, in, in their matchup, you know, Gaskins, uh, you know, I, I've liked what I've seen so far, but then, you know, they've got a hurt quarterback. They're going up against the Raiders, you know, the Broncos, I got the Jets. <laughs> Where are you leaning in this matchup? I, I, I can't touch Gaskins for the simple fact, you know, the hurt QB situation and back to back weeks with less than 10 carries. That's a little annoying. You know what I mean? For a guy that's yeah. said to be this workhorse. When I think of workhorse, I'm thinking 15 to 20 touches, but that's not what seems to be the case here. It looks a little weird, but he does have the PPR upside, you know, five targets, five catches, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine, but I'm going with Gordon. Gordon's showing some home runnability in week one. I know he's splitting with Javante Williams. Just be patient with Williams. Do not drop him just yet or sell. Just hold the line because December, he's obviously going to pop off like a Derrick Henry once it gets cold outside. So just just hold on just a bit. But and, and go ahead, Scott. No, I was going to say I agree with you 100%. And, and yeah. if you talk about think about Miles Sanders when he first came out, you didn't play Miles Sanders first 10 weeks. And then after that, you played him the rest of the game. That's the season. Exactly. Every game. 
So I think he's got to think about when that running back rookie is going to kind of take the mantle. And and the only thing I would say is at one point I did tweet out on Sunday, Melvin Gordon has 13 carries for 31 yards. So it, it is it is tricky sometimes with all these running backs. It's it's yeah. touchdown or PPR or breakaway or bust at times for for some of the, the less volumes, the share, the timeshare backs. Um yeah. So, uh, but speaking of that, what do you think about James Robinson, uh, who's not in a timeshare with anybody but Urban Meyer's head? Uh, and then you've got <laughs> Damian Harris, who's shown some upside. You know, he's, he's played well. He's going up against New Orleans or then the aforementioned, you know, Javante Williams against the Jets in that split with Gordon. Who would you lean this week? Uh, man, uh, I, I love Damian Harris, but I do not like the matchup right now. Um, yeah. He will have to sit for me. I know it's going to be painful to pull the trigger on that one for a lot of fantasy managers, but I hate the matchup. Uh, James Robinson, man, against Arizona. Again, he's battling with Urban Meyer. I don't know what Urban Meyer's thinking. We did see a, you know, a snap percentage increase, you know, in week two, but it wasn't anything fantasy relevant. So I got to go with Javante Williams, man. He looked good with all his opportunities and he ended up, you know, breaking off with a couple broken tackles and runs where I'm seeing flashes of greatness. So I'm going to ride with, you know, the Broncos running backs right now with the 50 50 split. Now, I like it. I like how you're, you're playing the upside, also playing the matchup there against the Jets. So yeah. last one in the running back category, you know, we got a little bit more meat on the bone. These are guys kind of mid round. Yeah mid second, third round running backs here, Joe Mixon or, or, you know, David Montgomery. And so we're, we're still right now, not sure what's going to happen with the quarterback situation and how it's all going to, you know, kind of uh, break out uh, at least for the, for the, the, the bears. I'm not sure if you've heard the latest uh, I've been at the beach all day, so I've, I've not heard it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure Matt Nagy has denied, uh, you know, that field is a quarterback three times uh, before the rooster crowed tonight. You know, I'm sure something like that happened for sure. Um, but what do you think Bears versus Browns in that matchup? Uh, are you are you rolling or are you going David Montgomery or, you know, Joe Mixon? What do you think? I'm going to go Monty. Monty has been looking top five-ish. Um, it's definitely the Rams game that I like to highlight. Rams are a tough defense all around, and he ended up just making us look silly, popping off for a 100-yard game. And he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's playing just a lot faster. He's seeing the holes. Like, he's just looking top five-ish. I say that, and I mean that, because we might actually see, you know, Monty finish in the top five again with this vibe and with him catching passes out of the backfield as well. I mean, the touchdowns are obviously going to be there with Fields as a starting quarterback. That only helps the running game as well with a mobile running back. So, Monty, I'm riding all the way through. Yeah, I know. I like that, too. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the Chicago defense has, has done pretty well. They've only given up 141 yards. Um, but you know what? Uh, th- things can change. You know, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Overnight uh, game to game. That's how it works. It's, it's a it's a game to game league. All right. Let's jump to some wide receivers here. Uh, you know, not necessarily you have to give a, a huge explanation for every single one of them. But if you have a little nugget in your pocket, feel free to jump in and share, yep. uh, you know, ch- uh, Chase Claypool, who's kind of been oh, just terrible or Devonte Smith, who great first game, second game, you know, nah, 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 nah. so uh, where were you leaning here? You think Chase breaks out or Devonte Smith kind of keeps coming up and, and ascending? Um, I might go with, uh, I might go with Devonte Smith here. I'm going to ride the wave. I'm going to ride the wave for the usage and target, sh- excuse me, target share. Um, Big Ben's apparently dealing with a pec injury. So not too sure how that's going to look for Chase Claypool, even with, you know, Deontay Johnson now. So I'm Brian with Smith. 
Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, we'll see how uh, I'm disappointed in kind of how they've uh, featured Chase so far. But, uh, you know, we, we didn't know what Big Ben was going to be like so far. He's been uh, Big Benny, unfortunately. Yeah, Big, uh, Benny. Oh, <laughs> Big Benny. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Benny Hill. I'm thinking running around England. Anyway, it's uh, an 80s reference. I'm old. Uh, all right. So uh, next up, this is from an angry caller. You know, first time, long time. Uh, they said Odell Beckham or, or Calvin Ridley. And then the reason they gave for that was Matt Ryan is getting on their nerves. Isn't he getting on us all? I mean, that's just like the truth. Getting on um, everybody's nerves. Everybody just wants to give Matt Ryan a little, you know, a little something, something. But what do you think, Ridley? You fading him for Odell who hasn't even played yet? I mean, he's coming back. He, right. I mean, Baker might not even be full go. So, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I would never fool on Odell Beckham. Everybody knows how I feel about Odell Beckham. If you don't, just check my Twitter and type in Odell Beckham or OBJ as a search bar. So you'll see exactly how I feel about Odell Beckham. I'm never starting him over Ridley, ever. Right. If I could go back in time and get that one-handed catch, like, you know, move forward, oh, pay it yeah. forward to, to maybe I'll get that, maybe that one play for, okay, yeah. But no, I'm always going Ridley. <laughs> uh, I got a couple of Corey Davis questions. I didn't know Corey Davis was so popular until I looked at my timeline and I was just like, another Corey Davis, great. There's like four of them. Uh, I willed it down to, to two. Uh, Corey Davis uh, versus the Broncos or, or Tyler Boyd, uh, you know, and uh, I, I mean, I'm not a, a huge Tyler Boyd truther, but he's going up against the Steelers. What what do you think here? Who are you leaning in this matchup? This is tough, really. Uh, you kind of have to go with the number one target. It's going to be an ugly start over Tyler Boyd, but you got to go with the number one target on that Jets offense. And that's Corey Davis. Yeah, it, it is ugly. You should get better receivers next time. I'm just, you yeah. know, food for, food for thought. <laughs> Speaking of better receivers, we do have a better receiver here. I think is, a, is an easy one. Corey Davis or Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, clearly uh, the number one wide receiver. LaVisca Chanel also, we'll talk about him later. Injury concerns there. Uh, you're, you're going Marvin Jones, correct? That's, that's the Marvin only Marvin, for sure, man. That is my guy. Tenth round, wonder, back-to-back seasons, finding the end zone nine times. Give me all of Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. I put him in a bunch of DFS lines. Uh, by the way, uh, sh- yeah, shout out when you play your best friend in head to head and you you just beat him down, Bowman, big time. Shout out you, brother. Uh, all right. That was me. beating him down. All right. Uh, yeah. Thieves. Uh, here we go. Uh, tight ends. Fant versus the Jets or our, our, our Andrews guy from I think he's a guy from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, what do you think about him versus the Lions? Nice little matchup there. Juicy matchup for both. I think uh, who are you leaning in this? We we watched the Lions let Robert Tunyon light up a little bit, but I'm going to go with Noah Fan. He, he mm-hmm. has the volume. I definitely like that he was able to, you know, get the catches that he did and give us some yak with the yards as well. So I'm going with Fan. Safer bet here. Andrews has been asleep for the last couple of days. Well, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, Hollywood. Ooh, the resurgence. It sounds delicious. Yeah, so- Tavon Austin. No more. I, I can't call him that no more. He's right, actually, no, uh, playing up the part. He's like playing like Tyreek Hill ish. Yeah, delete those tweets quickly before awful takes. <laughs> you know, hashtag. I not care. That man was Tavon Austin. Oh, he totally was right. Oh, totally. Well, that's because <laughs> he could only throw to the middle of the field. He didn't, you know, you know, he wasn't throwing to the boundary ever. And they'd be like, "Hey, listen, go stand by the boundary." And he'd yeah. be like, "But he's not going to throw the football to me." <laughs> he's like, "We know, just stand over there." But anyway, shout out Harbaugh. I love that. Go for it. Go. You know, we're going to go for it. I mean, he knew he was yeah, going to go. I for love it, that moment. Those are the moments that are going to be put in history to just replay. Just, you want to go for it? Yeah. yeah all right. 
mean, he knew Lamar was going to say yes. He just wanted him to know, like, I've got faith in you. If you if yeah. you feel like you could go, uh, you know, for it, and that that means a lot for uh, you know player to get that coach. Like, we're going to go for it, right? But but I'm just checking with you, you know. So I love that. Anyway, all right, love we got it. some Twitter, Twitter flex questions as well. These are all brought to you by Twitter. Uh, and by the way, you can follow me at Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. The W they didn't have enough room for with, but it's inferred. It's with, right? The the numbers are nimble uh, next to me. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing the numbers and nimbles. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then my guy, the real deal fan. I mean, come on. I mean, this is one of the best Twitter accounts you can follow on, on fancy football Twitter or on any Twitter, really. Uh, for our content only, hashtag. Uh, so on Twitter, we had a bunch of flex questions. I like Devontae Smith or James Robinson this week. Uh, Smith, 100% Smith. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Robert Woods or Deontay Johnson? I don't think Deontay Johnson plays, honestly. Yeah, I don't think I, he plays. He's going to be uh, Yeah, Robert Woods. Uh, this is an interesting one. Elijah Moore or Chase Edmonds? Ugh. Chase Edmonds is good for 12 points, so I might go for Chase Edmonds. Uh, more stability there for sure. Oh, there's somebody who's more exciting. Uh, Ron Dale Moore or the person who my wife called Cordelli, Cordelli or Pat. What did she call him? Cordelli or Patterson today? She's like, do you know this guy Cordelli or I should have played him last week. Yeah, he was on my bench. I said, Cordero Patterson. She goes, yeah. no, Cordelli or I said, OK, um, what do you think? Ron Dale Moore or, or Cordero Patterson? Give me Rondell Moore. We saw a snap increase. We're seeing him getting hot. He had a great play and took it to the house. So give me all Rondell Moore. I like that. You're looking for upside, you know, yes. uh, and, and definitely you have that in more. All right. This is a little a triple header, triple header here. Speaking of, of Arizona, uh, you know, Captain uh, Christian Kirk. We've got, you know, Kareem Hunt or Darius Fingertip Slayton. They call him now. Uh, PPR <laughs> action. What do you think? Believe it or not, I'm going to go hunt on this. I mean, the two guys, Slayton and Kirk, they're too big play dependent. I mean, they have to go like 20 plus yards to make big plays. And that only happens like twice or three times a game. So give me hunt. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And uh, if you're looking at the Browns this week, you know, they are going up against the Bears. And so uh, I will, I'm not sure what the total is yet. I'll have to do my homework on that. But uh, you could definitely see a lot of ground and pound uh, because that's what the Browns love to do. Like if, if they go to MMA, they're the ones who are cheering ground and pound the whole time. If you want to know like that whole <laughs> subsection, it's the Browns. So, yeah. uh, all right. Next one we've got. Uh, I thought this was pretty easy myself. Uh but maybe not. Maybe because Corey Davis is involved, which is you know, ridiculous. Everybody loves Corey Davis. I don't know. I'm dropping him off. This Corey Davis, you're eviscerated. That's a you know shout out to my show. We we get people <laughs> off. Uh, we we get them off the uh, the island. So Corey Davis, you're gone on this one. Uh, McLaurin or Ter- Scary Terry or uh, Debo Samuel? Who are you going this week? Uh, McLaurin, hundred percent, man. He always is a right. target hog. Give it to yeah. me. Yeah, and Tyler Heineke knows where his butter is breaded, right? That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, side of toast. Oh my goodness! He's <laughs> throwing it to him all the time. He's like, "Why am I going to throw it to anybody else?" Uh, and then JD McKissick as well. So, all right, uh, let's talk a little NFL engineers real quick, and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, don't forget to smash the like, the subscribe button, and then also MMN on the Prize Picks. Uh, the link is down in the description below. All right, here we go. NFL injury news: uh, King Andy Dalton himself, uh, the heir apparent to Mitch Trubisky which says a lot, uh, and Nick Foles, too. Sprained ankle, uh, what do you think? Is he going to be playing this week? Is it the Justin Fields excuse we all needed to get him in, and now he's going to run with it? What do you think? Yeah, Matt Nagy found his way out of the relationship. Uh, I think uh, Andy Dalton's getting benched for the rest of the season. Fields' time is on the rise. Mm, I like that. Uh, speaking of ankle sprains, uh, we've got Carson Wentz with the double ankle sprain, which is double never up. good. <laughs> never good. Hey, if I got one problem, let's have him. Double the problem with another one. So, insane. 
That's ridiculous. Uh, Carson Wentz, do you think he goes this week with the double ankle sprain? Or do you think he kind of sits this one out and kind of like learns to walk he again? He is mentally not stable. I say that because he's coming from Philly, and I know who the fans <laughs> are. I know exactly how they act because I'm only 20 minutes from Philly. Right. He has something to prove this season. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe he's going to play bandaged up. Like he's just going to wrap it up and he's going to play. It's going to hurt him in the long run, but he's too stubborn. I know exactly where he's at mentally. So he wants to be this tough guy right now. He has something to prove. Because honestly, he balled out against my Rams. Like he had Pittman looking great. So Carson Wentz can play. He still can play. That play action was working for him. So Wentz, I, I, I got I, I to gotta say, he's probably going to play. He's mm, probably going to play. I mean, he already broke his foot and came back yeah. or whatever, you know. So, yeah, I, he, I'm he with you on the yeah, yeah, he came back real quick. So, all right, what about Baker? You think Baker suits it up kind of same thing with his shoulder injury? You think that's a little bit too much to kind of well, overcome? I'm I'm not too sure if it's his throwing shoulder, but even if it is, I think Baker toughs it out. Yeah. I mean, listen, he doesn't throw the ball very far anyway. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think it benefits uh, Kareem Hunt and all the little underneath guys. Uh, what about Jarvis Landry and his knee? Uh, mm. This is not great news, right? Nah, I think uh, Landry sits out. Odell maybe steps back in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that whole maybe. offense kind of going to lean on the running game. Hashtag ground and pound. That's a new, new little situation <laughs> we learned. Uh also, uh, speaking of, of getting pounded on the ground, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, he's got the bruised ribs. Uh, they, they said, they, you know, in extreme pain. I saw, I read that in there. They wanted to throw that yeah. in there. Just letting us all know that we didn't know that these bruised ribs were extremely in pain. Uh, so not looking great for him. Uh, what do you think long-term effects on, on kind of the, the situation with Miami? It's weird because when it first initially happened, they like kind of like fluffed it up like more serious than it was, but then – the report later that night was saying he was like day to day. And I'm like, how are you day to day with bruised ribs, bro? Like, no, sit down. Like, I understand we have new technology, medication and medicine and stuff, but no, sit down. I think there should be no rush to get to it back in. I mean, bruised ribs are bruised ribs. And I honestly think, you know, he be, should be sidelined for at least two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be able to throw the football at all, you need that motion. Just ask yep. Drew please, you know. Uh, who famously was crying on the sideline last year instead of going and getting medical help. I don't understand that at all. Uh, They were like, yeah, he's got a couple cracked ribs. No, I saw, I saw him. He was trying to breathe on the sideline the whole time and he couldn't breathe. And uh, if, if, as soon as I get hurt, I'm just like, Will Ferrell, I'm like crying on the ground and I'm like (laughs) having the whole world stop and they've got an ambulance for me on the field. I mean, you know, this guy's just standing on the sideline, just tears going down the side of his face, you know, it's just, so uh, I don't know about Tua doing that. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of somebody not probably doing that uh, contact sport, uh, somebody gets you know hit in the hole all the time. Darrell Henderson also dealing with a, a rib issue as well. So uh, look out for that. I'm not sure if he goes this week. Uh, that's a, that's a tough thing to overcome. Sonny Michelle should be uh, on on the uh, you know waivers if he's not. Yeah, make sure pick him up if he's if he's on waivers. Uh, and then the whole we, we we hinted at this before in some of our prize picks. Most of the Texans' offensive starters are injured, so mm-hmm. we have at least by on the, the football catching and passing side. Tyrod Taylor out for a couple weeks uh, with a hamstring. Danny Amendola also battling a hamstring, and then Ooh. Nico Collins has a shoulder. Uh, and I mean, I think there's like a bunch more, but that's all I had room for on this sheet. Yeah. So. Um, any of those players uh, matter at all to you in fantasy as people we, we pray for their you know early recovery, but uh, yeah, it, I think this, if, if anything, for me, it kind of just tilts this game uh, hugely yeah. in Carolina's favor, if anything, because mm-hmm. you're missing a lot of the 
people who kind of practiced and then know the offense. And, you know, they installed it. They, they did. They even all got a touchdown in the first week. So uh, we can't yeah. call them scrubinis or anything like that, you know. Hmm. Um, and, and then on the other side, the, the, the 49ers need to sign Frank Gore. Uh, because Trey Sermon concussion, Michael A's the ankle. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Eliza Mitchell, we said maybe was a must start for the rest of the year. He looks like he has to start because he's the only live body on the team. Uh, yeah. word, word is Mike Shanahan might come out of retirement and suit up as well with Frank Gore, making them the youngest, oldest team in the NFL. So <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think also the viscous Chenault uh, situation with his shoulder, his labor might be uh, damaged. Uh, do you think he misses a couple weeks uh, long-term? What do you think about his prognosis? Are you dropping him or are you holding Dude, on to him? He hasn't looked great. No way. No way. I'm dropping him. No way. The Jags are pass happy right now. They they have the highest a dot right now. I really feel like, you know, they'll get it together. As long as Chenault is sidelined for a little bit to come back ready to play. I, the sky's at a limit for LaVisca. I'm not dropping him at all. It's silly to drop him after two weeks, actually, with a rookie quarterback because the quarterbacks gradually get better throughout the season. So if he's leading right now with all these stats and, you know, they're pass-happy offense right now, Chenault's going to eat eventually. Yeah. No, I like that. Stash him on your IR if he goes down and keep him there as long as you can. And, and speaking of something you need to stash on your IR, Deontay Johnson. Uh, love that guy. He gets hurt every game. Oh, oh man. Poor, poor guy. Uh, battling a knee injury. They thought it was going to be terrible. And then, you know, not as not as bad. Uh, they're still kind of seeing swelling going down. What's going to be. I think he misses this week, maybe next week. Uh, but hold on to him as well. Uh, and, and just uh, see what happens. I think he is the best wide receiver. Uh, it is juju season. I, I hate saying that. He's a milk crate away from also okay. being on season and ending IR at, at any point. So uh, I don't trust his decision-making on or off the field at times, but uh, <laughs> that is what you're left with Pittsburgh. I'm so sorry for you. Uh, a couple of years ago, you had Antonio Brown. And I got to say this, I said it before. And look, Antonio Brown's looking a lot better these days. You know, uh, maybe he was he right. And, and Juju was wrong all along back in the day. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, you're awesome, LQ. I love hanging out with you. This is one of my favorite things to Thank do every you. week. I can't believe that I get paid to do this. Uh, you know, uh, Pat, Pat Mayo, you are the man. I appreciate you so much. Uh, uh, please do go follow Laquan. Laquan, what are you doing right now? Where can people find you? Uh, what's going on with you? Man, I got fire content only coming all week long. I'm writing for Downtown Rams. I just dropped the article. Do not panic. Go read it right now. And you need to just stick tight. Then you got me dropping videos all through the week on the channel, Real Deal Fantasy on YouTube. Catch me on Instagram, Twitter, of course, and I'll be there. You see the face, you know the case. Mm, I love it, man. That's just um fire content only is exactly what I see every time when I see Laquan, I see him all over those spaces and I love it. Uh, do go follow me nimble W numbers on Twitter, uh, nimble W numbers.com DFS. We've got cash games. We've got GPP content every week. We've got a Patreon. If you want to get some lineups in there uh, last week, I beat Bo McBig time in the clash of the beards and the bellies gave him the beat down. Let everybody know when you see Bo on Twitter, let him know. Say, Hey man, Scott gave you the beat down. He'll, he'll enjoy that. Uh, so you can check us out there. I also write for the sports gambling podcast network priced up price down each week. What's DK doing? What's the DraftKings movement looking like on players? Should you fade the plays? Should you go ahead and smash them? I give it to you every week, give you about 20 players that you can take a look at. Uh, and then, you know what? Uh, same thing as you. I'm on Twitter all the time uh, doing fire content only, but not as fire as yours because I can't steal your brand. So I'm just gonna say it's nimble content. <laughs> Uh, that's how it'll be. It'll be. You I'll know. get you a shirt, bro. 
Dude, I love it. I would love that, man. You're awesome. And I appreciate working with you. Make sure you subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. It's incredible. Make sure that you smash the like and the subscribe button on all of our platforms. Uh, go follow Pat Mayo as well. And, and go sign up for Prize Picks using the MMN code down there. You get a 100 buck deposit matching. And you want that. That's free money. And go play all these plays and make all this money. And then you can just keep it going again and again and again. And we'll be back here every single Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. We'll be here every single week. So uh, check us out. Follow Laquan and myself. Uh, and we'll be out. We thank you guys. Love you. Thanks. Nice.